For this particular Nightcap episode, I had a sort of surprise guest, Winters Loves Horror, of Buzzard View Manor stopped by. We talk about the movie Antrim and our thoughts on it, as well as other thoughts on the sort of genre that that movie is in. Now, I apologize. The remote audio is very quiet, so you'll really have to turn it up or possibly listen to this episode with headphones to be able to hear Lady Winner's voice properly. I tried to resample this from Instagram TV, and it was having issues. So I apologize for that, but hopefully you still enjoy this episode. So we have a brief advertisement, and then we will continue on with the show. Thank you. Okay, here we are at a just about 11 p.m. nightcap. I don't know how long I'm going to make this episode because truth be told, uh, my back's kind of bothering me. And uh, a few things that I want to talk about. And I'm a little bit disappointed, mostly in myself. So last night I recorded an episode with Goaterhead, uh, a fellow on Twitter. Real nice guy, real cool guy. And we talked for, I think, like two hours. It was a long time. We had a pretty long uh, conversation. And what I had done is connected the microphone that you can kind of see here. Well, you can't see it if you're listening to the podcast, but you can see it if you're watching live. I'd connected that to my phone so that when we did a recording... Because he just called me. No, I have a phone number that I have, that I have built, that does a dual-channel recording. A dual-channel recording means that, especially in the case of a telephone call, you have one caller's audio in the left ear and the other caller's audio in the right ear. So when you look at that in an audio editing program, you have the left channel and the right channel. The audio is separate. Now, why might you do that? Well, for a number of reasons. If you were recording this for training purposes, or you wanted to do data analytics on the phone call, maybe you want to run the customer's audio through something to check for positive keywords, or you wanted to run your call center agents audio to see how they did or maybe you want to turn up the audio of one caller as opposed to the other caller because they're quiet well all those things are reasons why you do dual channel so I have this number set up because in the past um, I've had the problem where I was fairly clear, and the person on the other end of the phone call is relatively quiet. Except in this case, what happened was, his audio was pretty good. Granted, it was a little on the quiet side. However, my audio was totally and completely fucked. So, 
I'll explain why it was fucked. So, when you record audio and you look at audio and you look at it in an audio program, you basically have a band. So, let's just think about it as terms of ceiling and floor. So, when you look at that audio, you have your little jagged squiggly lines, right? And that's how loud you are, your frequency of your audio, that sort of thing. If you're quiet, okay, then that's going to be basically about the middle of the of the room between the floor and the ceiling. So there's your little line in the middle of the box. Now, if you go very loud in one direction or the other, and you hit the ceiling or the floor, what you get is blowout. So you now have loudness of audio that's gone outside of sort of the range of the equalizer. So what happens is you get this very muddy, awful sounding audio. Now, if your audio is too quiet and you have to start boosting it, eventually what happens is you start getting all sorts of hisses and that sort of stuff. If your audio is too loud, even if you try to start compressing it down, what happens is because you have that, you have pieces of audio that go either above the ceiling or below the floor, it's like clipped. So even though you can turn it down and make it quieter, it sounds terrible. It sounds absolutely terrible. It's totally blown out, washed out. It's just awful. So that's what we had here. We had uh, audio that was just totally blown out. Um, and I feel terrible about that because we talked for a long time and actually had a really great conversation. I tried uh, as much as I could to try to clean it up. I wasn't having much success with that. So I gave that to... One of my good friends, uh, the Raven Dreams, and he's pretty competent in audio editing, and he had more success than I did, but it was still really blown out. So what I decided is uh, not to release it. You know, I've had I've had some. I've had some episodes, I've had some videos before where the audio wasn't great. And for the most part, I feel like that's kind of understandable. I don't run this through all sorts of expensive boards and all that sort of stuff. Uh, sometimes I try to be accommodating to to my, you know, I guess my callers or my guests. And I, I do the best I can. Um, you know, I don't, I, I'm not... I'm not so fastidious with the audio. Now, if I'm doing like one of my ASMR videos or a narration, well, then absolutely what I'm going to do is try to get that audio the best that I can. But for some of these nightcaps, you know, I, I mean, I've recorded some of these while I'm driving in my truck, for example. In some of the lounge around ones, some of the ones, especially if they happen impromptu, I'm not going to throw away the opportunity to have a cool conversation with someone just because the audio isn't perfect. But this was terrible. Uh, terrible to the point of, I can't even release that because if that happens to be the first episode that somebody listens to, 
that's going to be so terrible that if that was me and that was the first episode that I heard, that would probably be the last episode that I heard. I wouldn't even finish it. I think I would just tap out. Uh, and again, I feel really bad about that because, you know, hey, this fella, Goaterhead, I mean, he took time out of his night to record this episode. And uh, given my mistake, uh, you know, I totally own that. Uh, totally fucked it up. I did not think nor realize that this microphone during a phone call that somehow or other the, you know, like the phone has this auto gain. But the thing is, I don't know if the auto gain necessarily works if you have an external microphone attached. Now I have this pseudo close to my mouth so I don't have to yell. I have a pop screen in front of it so hopefully you don't get a lot of the pa 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 pa. But man, it was just blown out. The audio was, was just totally fucking fucked. Um, very disappointing to me. Um, very, very unhappy about that. Makes me really sad. Makes me very mad. You know, I own that. That's, I guess, a live and learn. Unfortunately, when you're doing that through the phone, you don't necessarily have an EQ. I guess what I should have done is I should have just used the regular phone's microphone and just trusted that that auto gain was going to make it okay. And then I think it would have been. You know, again, in this case, if I had been slightly quiet, I could have just boosted the quality of that. I could have just boosted the loudness and it would have been fine. Having a blowout where you're that far ahead and outside of the band you just almost can't recover from it. It's a disaster. So that's it. Uh, it's broken. I totally screwed that up. So as a word of warning, if you're going to record stuff like that, either run it through something where you can see the EQ and you can see if you're too loud or not. Or if you're not going to do that, I'd say use use the phone's microphone and you don't have to yell into it but go somewhere that's relatively quiet, talk clearly in the direction of the microphone, and just let it do its thing. Afterwards, if you have to boost it up to make it louder, you can make it louder. I feel like that's an easier problem to solve than if you blow outside of it and then you have to try to compress it. It just doesn't work. So now you know why uh, people doing professional audio work get paid what they get paid, and you also know now why they have such expensive equipment. A lot of that is expensive equipment is to monitor things like that and to make sure you don't get blowout. Um, I was never any sort of audio specialist engineer or anything like that. You know, I did some work with, with it for a little while back in the day, but um, I'm certainly by no means an expert at that. So I apologize. I apologize, Goaterhead. Uh, that was my uh, that was totally my fuck up, totally my mistake. I do hope that he will come back and that we will record another episode. Um, we have a lot of other stuff to talk about, um, so I don't think there will be any uh, any wanting for topics of conversation in that regard. But like I say, I really uh, I really feel bad about that. Boy, oh boy. Um, you know, and the, uh, the thing about that is, too, um, if I had 
if I'd had the opportunity to even see that at all, uh, the the equalization of that, I, I could have done something in the middle of it, but um, unfortunate. Now that being said, the phone number that I the the phone number that I built worked beautifully. I mean, it recorded all the audio on both of the channels. You totally could have, you know, you could totally could have used that to uh, mess with one channel versus the other, and that was all well and good. And uh, it did a great job of recording it for quite a long time. So in that regards, that technique has been proven very well. And yeah, it's phone quality, but it's not that terrible. I could have cleaned most of that up by just running it through a noise filter and whatever, and it would have at least sounded a little, you know, would have sounded at least a little warmer, or a little cleaner, but can't can't fix how bad that was blown out. You know, I mean, it just looked like a complete red blob uh, when you looked at the audio waveform. Just a real mess. So, learn from my mistakes. That's a lot of the things that we share here on this podcast. Uh, Not only the great things and the wins and the fun stuff, but, you know, talk about some of your mistakes. Talk about things you fucked up. You know, I, I, I have a team of people that I work with. And a lot of the times when we come to make decisions... I'll have an opinion on something, and you often get the why and this and that and the other. Maybe you share a story and you sound like a fucking old man, whatever. But I often tell them, look, it's not about necessarily just being the person with the most skill. You know, being skilled is very important. Absolutely, it's very important. But there's a lot to be said for experience. Because part of that experience is making mistakes. And so I always told him is, hey, I've just made more mistakes than you have. Uh, I just, I've, I've been through a lot of these other pitfalls and issues. So I'm trying to steer the group away from those, from what I know, whether that's a coworker story from back in the day or something I personally screwed up or something I read, so on and so forth. So you really got to watch that shit. Um, and now I have a mistake. I have a mistake to learn from. Uh, I feel like, relatively speaking, for being a, a one-man show and doing this, I've done mostly okay. But I've had some, I've had some fumbles here and there, and uh, I'll have to get better about that and clean that up. Um, I don't know too much else of what to say about that. Uh, an unfortunate, an unfortunate side effect of trying to do these live and uh, trying to do them, I guess, every night and at the frequency that I do. Um, so what else is going on right now? My back uh, feels fucked. I can tell that on the right side of my back, my muscles are all spasming, and that doesn't feel so great. So when I'm done with this, I'm going up to uh, lay on my couch, and that's going to be it for me. Um, otherwise, what's going on? Long weekend coming up. It's likely that there will not be a nightcap on Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be up in the country, uh, sort of area. The reception up there isn't always great. I don't know if I will necessarily have enough of a good connection to stream live video or audio like this. 
Now, I imagine what I might do is I still might do podcast episodes because I can record that just fine without too much of a problem. I think what I'll probably do is just bring some Bluetooth headphones. That way then I can just speak through that and use that as a microphone. So I may do some of those. Uh, Keep an eye out uh, on the Instagram feed. Uh, I'll post some pictures. I'll post some video, some beautiful scenery up there. So in that regard, a long weekend coming up. Um, I think that's it. I think I'm going to keep this episode tonight sort of short. But the big thing there is, yeah, watch your audio. If you're trying to do these episodes, uh, be careful. Because if you blow it out, you're really in a bad bad place. You're better being softer and quiet and having to turn that up and having possibly a little bit of a hiss. I mean, you get a perfection perfectionist ear about that with headphones and stuff on. I mean, it can get a little annoying, but... That's nothing compared to having blown out audio. Oh, and hey, look at that. Uh, Michigan Smokin' Blondie has joined, so let's give her a wave. Um, absolutely follow Michigan underscore Smokin' underscore Blondie on Instagram. She's got some great pictures of some cigars and videos and has a beautiful house there in the countryside and is really fun to talk to, so absolutely make sure you stop by and say hello to her. Um, speaking of cigars, uh, I had my first, well, I guess two, cause I sort of did one yesterday, but, uh, I went for a motorcycle ride tonight and, uh, had a cigar while I rode around. Let me tell you, that was about the greatest thing in the world. Uh, you've got the, at least in my opinion, anyway, the delicious flavor of a nice cigar and the uh, freedom of the freedom of the motorcycle and the wind in your hair. So that was just an absolute blast. Um, definitely want to do that again. I think probably I'm going to take that bike up north, uh, take that on a ride, a long ride this weekend coming up. And I'll be doing that again. I think what I'll do is I'll wait till I get off the freeway, stop, and then uh, have a cigar. Shit, maybe I'll take a couple pictures and then I'll take that on the back country roads up to the side of the lake where I will then be sticking my feet up and staring at the water and not doing a fucking thing otherwise, which is about, uh, the thing that makes me the most happy at this point (laughs) is just watching the water and having a cigar and relaxing. Although I'll probably bring some whiskey too, because, uh, why not? Why, why not? Right. Um, so, Hey, I'll ask this. Maybe if she's around, she's watching. Uh, Michigan smoking blondie. What are you up to this long weekend? Do you have some time off? Are you doing anything special or just relaxing around your house and chilling? Uh, what do you got going on? So, well, we maybe wait for her to answer about that. Uh, let's talk about something else here real quick. Um, and I'll probably expand on this in a different episode as well, but I was looking around because the not only for the stuff that I have here, but the gym that I'm going to, they didn't have any single handle vertical grips. So what I mean by a vertical grip? Well, horizontal grip would be where it runs through your hand, you know, like a bar this way. So if you're lifting stuff, pulling on it, doing whatever, that's all well and good. But if you've ever seen like the ropes, so it's like a bracket and then there's a rope that comes down, you hold them so that your hands are this way. So your hands are vertical. Um, they didn't have any of those that were single. Why would you want a single one? Well, if you're going to stand sideways and you're going to do a, a movement like that, or you're going to do something with a single hand with your triceps, 
You don't want the double one because then you have to ha hold two pieces of the rope in your hand. Blah, 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 blah. Well, obviously, you can buy those. You can buy a tricep rope. You can buy a single rope with a little cap on the end. I looked around on Amazon. The cheapest one that I found, I think, was about $13 for a single one. Ideally, you want two. That way, then, if you're doing something like a face pull or something else with both of your arms, you can do both arms at the same time. Duh. So, okay. That would have cost you, what, $26, $24? Now, you read them, and you, and you get various opinions on quality. Some of them say that the caps on the ends aren't the greatest. Some of them say that the rubber thing on the other end of the isn't and at the other end of it isn't the greatest. So when you're looking around and you're looking at those, you go, okay, well, maybe I'll buy that and be fine, whatever. Here's a tip. Or rather, here's what I decided to do, because you you learn a little bit as you go back and forth on some of these things. So I decided, hey, I'm gonna go to the hardware store. So I went to Lowe's. And went to their cut chain section, and I got two feet. So had an, had a, one of the workers there cut this for me. Got two feet cut into one foot lengths of fairly large gauge chain. So the chain links, now I held it in my hand and folded it over so that it folded over into a little bit of a loop shape. It was just about a handful. I got that and a couple of little horseshoe brackets. So it looks like a little horseshoe, a little screw thing that you screw through it. So basically, you fold it so that you have two chain links and you have a U-shape with the little bracket folded through it. So I made two of those. Now, what's your what's your weight limit on the tricep rope? I think it's like 250 pounds, 200 pounds or something like that. All right, well, this chain in the angle bracket, that's like 2,600 pounds. So number one, you're never going to fucking break this thing. It's pretty much indestructible. Number two, I got the two pieces of chain and the two angle brackets, and that cost me eight bucks. So for eight dollars, I basically got the same thing that's indestructible. And actually, I like it better than the rope because with the links of the chain, now when I work out and I do that stuff, I wear gloves. I know some people out there go, oh, fucking pussy, what's the matter? You get butter skin? Well, actually, kind of. My skin kind of sucks. But on the other hand, I like to wear the gloves because I'm so sweaty that if I don't do that and I grip that stuff or do whatever, it fucking makes a mess and you get sweat all over the place. Plus, if you're at a gym, I don't necessarily want my bare hands touching all that shit. Who knows? Some dude could have went in the back room and fucking scratched his nuts or his ass and didn't wash his hands, whatever. So at least I'm not touching it. I'm touching it with gloves. But I wear gloves and the gloves I have have a little bit of sort of a rubber texture on the palm. And that would then, when I use these chains, man, you get a great grip. Uh, pro tip, if you're doing that stuff, don't buy that Don't buy that shit off of Amazon. Go to the fucking hardware store and build yourself one for fucking $8. Uh, get the pair. Get the pair of them for 8 bucks. It's way, way cheaper than the $36 or whatever. $26, whatever the hell it was. Um, so... You know, that's another that's another case of things that I learned that I was farting around with while I was trying to work out at home that have benefited me in terms of going to the gym because I had that because I didn't have one of the grips. So I was using a chain and said, you know, the only thing about this is it's kind of hard to grip these because the chain that I had was too small. So another bonus of that, when you go to the hardware store and you look at it, 
find the find the chain that gives you the the best hold um you know obviously you don't want to use something that you use to pull a boat but you want something that's comfortable to hold in your hand so i'm sort of excited to go back and use those as long as my back doesn't just fucking snap in half i feel like i get like a muscle spasm on my right side doesn't feel so great um and so what else uh the other thing was too and i'll say if you're nervous about going to the gym about touching stuff whatever so i don't care if somebody else thinks it's fucking dorky or not but i'm also bringing my metal hand grips too so i have nice knurled metal you know like a, a hand grip that you can use for the cable machines and all sorts of shit so i'm just gonna bring my own i'm gonna bring my own handles I'll bring those, and uh, being that they're metal, too, I could even steam clean them back at my house if I wanted. Uh, shit, uh, spray those down with, uh, you know, hand sanitizer or whatever the fuck you want to do, and uh, they're not really going to get slippery. And They start to get gunky, too. The other thing, someone says, shit, just throw them in the fucking dishwasher. It's like, hey, that's not a bad idea, actually. Um, speaking of throwing things in the dishwasher... If you wear a hat, like a baseball hat, and your baseball hat gets gunked up, you can buy one of those little frames to put your hat on top of it and put your hat in the dishwasher. Just use a low-temperature wash and maybe don't use soap, depending, but just put that in there, and that'll wash your that'll wash your hats. Uh, you know, I know some dudes like to wear a baseball hat or whatever at the gym when you work out, and uh, that gets pretty funky. Especially like me, I'm like, it gets crusted with salt, and that's effing gross. So, there we go. You have audio tips, audio mistakes, and some workout pointers of some gear you can get and can get cheaply. Uh, shit, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, maybe we'll talk about um, one more other product or thing you can get that's kind of nice. So, uh, also on Amazon, bought a bottle of witch hazel. So this was, I think, $11 or something like that for a 16-ounce bottle of uh, witch hazel. I know a lot of gyms right now, whether your gym is open or not, um, when you do go back, if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily want to use the shower at the gym... Uh, just get some of this witch, witch hazel, bring a washcloth or a mi microfiber cloth, whatever. Get that kind of damp in the sink, pour some witch hazel on it, squeeze out a little bit, and then just uh, wipe yourself off with that. Uh, you know, use that around your midsection, armpits, shoulders, back of your neck, your ears, all the rest of that. You can pretty much clean off and wipe off all the sweat that's really going to clog your pores and screw your skin up. Uh, you can pretty much clean yourself off with that. And then you're pretty much good to go until you get home and can take a shower back at your house. Um, I started doing that with the little wipes. But, you know, the thing is, like, you get those wipes and, I mean, they're they're mostly made, I, I, I figure, probably for just kind of wiping your face down or whatever. You know, if you're going to start wiping your shoulders and whatever, like, that starts to, you know, they start to disintegrate and start to fall apart and don't do so great of a job, so... I would say, you know, you can use uh, use a cloth like that and some of the witch hazel that you just get from the store, and, and that makes that a little uh, a little easier, a little smoother. Plus, it's 
it's cheap and that way then you're not making a lot of waste and throwing shit away either um and then lastly if you have your gym shoes uh now the shoes that i wear uh they kind of have a meshy top to them but get uh some rubbing alcohol i'd say probably whatever you'd use to sanitize your hands what's that maybe 70 percent dilute it with a little bit of water put that in a spray bottle and then just kind of spray mist your shoes down uh, with a little bit of that elk rubbing alcohol water solution. And then just leave them out in the sun to dry. That's easier said and done in the summertime than the wintertime. But I imagine even still in the winter, you could probably spray them down with that and then put them outside. Typically, if you let them get cold enough or freeze, uh, any of the bacteria, mold, whatever that's on there is going to get killed by the cold. And then you can bring them inside. Uh, like I say, that works way better in the summertime. You know, you put them out in the sun and they just get, you know, anything that's funky on there between the heat and the UV that pretty much kills it. And speaking of killing it, that last tip is going to kill this night's nightcap. That's going to be it for the evening, folks. So I hope you have a nice night and get some rest and take care wherever you are out there. And we'll do this again soon. We'll probably do another one of these tomorrow night. So tune in at 11 p.m. Eastern. Not sure yet if I'll do that on Periscope or Instagram Live. I might do Instagram Live. The last couple times I did Periscope, the audio in there uh, really sucked. Which I guess I can't say shit because the thing I just did, I fucked up the audio. So, you know, because beggars can't be choosers. I, you know, I, I own up to that. It was my fuck up. I should have watched out for that. This microphone's pretty sensitive if you don't watch the gain on it. It's actually it's actually kind of nice. This is a Samson, um can't remember the model number or whatever, but I got it because it has a USB connection. So you can run, uh, using a host cable, you can run this into a tablet or a phone and record your audio from there, and it actually does a fantastic job in that regard. So have a nice night. Good night, everybody. I will talk to you soon. Take care out there. Be safe, keep the faith, all that good shit. Have a nice night.